Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. And I'm the worst DCEU movie. You know, when you're not taking into account Justice League, Suicide Squad, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, both the theatrical and extended cuts, of course, Mm -hmm. and uh, Man of Steel. Besides all those, the worst of the DCU movies. <laughs> I'm me and I'm Alex, and I give Aquaman a C. <laughs> Just kidding, I was pranking you. It's me, Britain, from dry land. I was going to go further with the joke and be like, yeah, we, we literally pulled in like a jacuzzi right next to the mic, and Britain's just... We're, we're recording. In we're recording in luxury and I'm just, <laughs> yes, yes. from our pod from our pod tub. Pod, <laughs> pod tub time machine. Uh, That's where we do this week. Movies. We are talking about Aquaman. Yes. Now, guys. Now, here's the thing. I watched this movie a couple weeks ago. So for the first time. Yeah, for the first time. Okay. Yes, I've seen it once a few weeks ago. But now, when I popped this movie into my old DVD player and mm-hmm. I selected the play option, I was thinking I was going to see my daddy's Aquaman. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. This ain't your daddy's Aquaman. This, this no, is, this, this Aquaman is, feels like he's cool, man. He's cool. Like I bet this guy has a bunch of like really sick posters yeah. in his basement room. And whenever he gets an injury, it's only on his ACL. You, you, this guy, you can go, you can go play some poker with him. Yeah, and I bet know, like he stiff on you. Thursdays. Yeah, he, he'd really just you know yeah, play he, under the table there, and know? he can't be at a table without his elbows all over it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's 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 Real the kind bad of boy. man. I really, oh, I hate, I hate that original orange Aquaman <laughs> with his just being so nice. I just, I hate that. You know, there's there's been recently kind of an uprising of people going. You know, Christopher Nolan was secretly the worst thing that happened to the DC movies <laughs> because Dark Knight is so good and they can't compensate for that. Uh-huh. No, Snyder's the worst thing that's ever happened to the DC <laughs> movies. Um, <laughs> I don't know how we got there, but yeah. <laughs> that being said, I give Aquaman a C, and it's better than all of his trash. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, well, I'm not, you... not subverting your expectations. My grade did not change from what I expected. But now, doesn't C isn't, but C's your average, right? C, C is, is average. average. Yeah. It's okay. a flat line. <laughs> flat line, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that Ellen Page remake. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. That nobody saw, yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't the original Joel Schumacher movie? I don't know, maybe. I think it is. <laughs> Uh, we're, not, we're not doing that. All right. Themes. Aquaman, directed by James Wan from 2018, has a 65% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes and a 76% audience score. Um, Tyler, it was that low. Tyler <laughs> Britton, who wants to go first? Best thing, worst thing? Uh, I can dive in. Dive. <sighs> Jokes write themselves. <laughs> Getting out. Um, so you guys you got this right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, so my... Um, my my best thing about this movie is... Did you like it, by the way? Ultimately, I did. Okay. Ultimately, yeah. It, it's a movie with a lot of... I, I liked Bumblebee much more purely. Like, mm-hmm. Bumblebee was a movie that I liked in spite of the, the issues I had with it. <clears throat> yeah. But ultimately, I came away from that movie going, yeah, I really like that. That's a cool movie. Aquaman, I would describe as... This is not a movie that I would go out and purchase. But if I got this movie as a gift for Christmas, I would go, oh, cool. And I would probably watch it again. I liked it okay. fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, my ult- ultimately, I think my my. You know, dropping some hints about what we need to get you for Christmas. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, I think my I'll do my worst first. Don't worry, I'll get you Suicide Squad. Oh, what did I ever do to you? <laughs> uh, my worst thing about this movie would be I think that it is overstuffed. 
Mm-hmm. This does not need to be a two and a half hour movie. And it does not need three antagonistic forces. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think two of those could easily have been simply hinted at for the sequel. Inst- I, I think this movie... Ultimately, had to choose one for this movie, I would say just make it be the, the story of him v. Patrick Wilson. Drop these hints about Black Manta in the beginning. Um, and then maybe do that mid-credits thing where, like, Black Manta's coming back without all the mid-Black Manta stuff. Mm-hmm. That said... I really, really liked the guy who played Black Manta a lot. I thought it was mm-hmm. great. And I actually liked a lot of stuff Black Manta did, did in this movie, but it made me think, you should save this or you should focus yes. on it, as yeah. opposed to yes. you are one of the things. 100%. And same with the stuff from the, the, the Trench Monsters. I love the way that stuff looked, some beautiful shots. Mm-hmm. This is a great teaser for round two. At this point, I'm like, I don't know what the sequel's going to be, aside from <laughs> yeah. this him. Like, well, also, there may be a Trench spin-off movie that's been that discussed. Okay. Yes. Would it be like The Descent or something? I, I don't know. I don't know if James Wan would be doing it. Yeah. I don't know if Aquaman of or this. any of his you know secondary characters would be in it at all. Yeah. I don't know. That is th- These are just reports that I've read. Well, because I genuinely was excited when It'll I It'll be that, dated that, in a few months. Don't worry about it. <laughs> sure. When I heard James Wan was going to do this, I thought, well, that's great because underwater stuff can be terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's obviously an accomplished horror director. And I thought that the the monsters looked good. Yeah. And like, he did some really great stuff with that. The, the, it, was, it was some good... like. There's xenomorphs mixed with fish. Yeah, sure. which is ex- pretty much ex- that's, that's the Aquaman. Need, you know? yeah. the, the one Aquaman comic I read was the Jeff Johns, The Trench mm-hmm. from the New 52. And they looked like the way they did in the comics, which is a design I liked. Yeah. Uh, but that leads into my best thing, which is ultimately I, I, I liked pretty much every fight scene. And I, I liked how – I liked James Wan's sort of visual style for this mm-hmm. because I think that – going off of what you were saying about Zack Snyder – the, one of the biggest hurdles the DCU is having to, to face is that Zack Snyder set the visual tone for these movies yes. in yeah. two and three quarters movies mm-hmm. with Man of Steel and BVS and most of Justice League. Whereas, like now in the MCU, not not to to be too comparative, but John Favreau set the visual tone, and John Favreau is a much more malleable filmmaker than than Snyder. Mm-hmm. And this is without praising or, or lambasting Snyder, but Favreau just has a very straightforward way of making movies. And that Iron Man visual language is very adaptable. Yeah. And so all the MCU movies, it's very easy to adapt that to fit all these different characters. Yes. Which I think and at times... And directors as well, to kind of like spin right. that out into... And at times I think that... They can work together when they when these characters come together. Yes. Because the directors have been not strained that They're way. all under the same tent. Yeah. And that can be a detriment when sure. you hear like this great auteur is going to make a, a Marvel movie, but it looks the same as all the other Marvel movies. Mm. But also like it's a give and take kind of thing. But Snyder, again, love him or hate him, has such a specific way of making his movies that then when he's made three of those movies and you go, all right, well, now all the others have to kind of fit into that universe. And Patty yeah. Jenkins worked with it as best she could, and I think James Wan does as well, and it definitely bogs it down a bit. But at the same time, I liked that he, you know, there's a lot of daylight in this. Like when they go to yes. Italy, it's very bright. And also, I really like the way James Wan used slow motion in these fight scenes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where I feel like the slow motion in these fight scenes added to the momentum. Of, of the movement. Yeah. Whereas Snyder, in all of the movies I've seen of his, which I guess I've seen probably most of his movies, slow motion seemed to rob those fights of their momentum it, it, in a lot of to ways. To me, I mean, I mean, I think the best way I could put it is that <clears throat> a lot of the slow motion used in the Zack Snyder DCU films was... He does not use purpose. it in Man of Steel, by the way. Sure. That, that's, oh, that's, that's a yeah, very that's specific choice that he uh, made. Um, but I was going to say, like, specifically I'm making a Batman for Superman. Yep. Uh, it feels a lot of, like... 
we are slowing down this to present a visual as sure, opposed sure. to we are slowing down this to show you what this character is doing and what's going to happen when this, the footage speeds back up. It's almost like it slows True. down for a second so that you understand. In, in Aquaman, you understand, like, oh, they, you know, he's about to hit Orm with the trident. Or yeah, like, this know, is the choreography, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, so it I, feels I, like it's for the benefit of the fight. Absolutely. And I think yeah. that he gen- generally did a really good job with the slow motion in this movie because for that exact reason, you get... This crazy fight gone, and then you, it gives you a chance to go, okay, this is where everybody mm-hmm. is, and then it picks right back up. And there's also that sense. It's like when you're playing a video game, like a like a racing game, you go over a ramp, and then you're in the air for a minute, and that's your kind of like, whoa. And then you hit the ground yeah. again, and you keep speeding. It was yeah. that kind of idea. Yeah. Because he also did, obviously, was it Furious 7, I think? Sounds right. Uh, I know, and it was we'll really get well there. received. Yep, and, yep. So, I mean, it's, it, he's already a very interesting filmmaker to me because he's made a bunch of horror movies and then an action movie, mm-hmm. all most of which have been really well received. And and I thought that he did a, a nice job within the confines of. I, I'd be interested yeah. to see if he can make this, if, if this were a world without a DCEU and this was just an Aquaman movie and James Wan just got to make it exactly how he wanted without anything else. I, I wonder what he would have done. But I think he did a pretty solid job, considering. But that said, again, I think the script is just way overstuffed. Mm-hmm. So that's mine. Sure. My, I mean, I think I'm going to choose two very similar best things, mm-hmm. or best and worst things, and just sort of uh, make them slightly different so that uh, okay. you don't realize I'm plagiarizing <laughs> you, um, because I, I have pretty similar thoughts. Um, I think my best thing is the color, yes. specifically the color of the movie, the color palette, especially compared to the movies that have come before in this franchise, not just the Snyder movies, but also Suicide Squad, um, just in terms of... It's a murky, murky movie. Yes. Could you imagine Justice League... In its final, like the the script, like if you took the mm-hmm. final form, just turned that into a script, and told James Wan, "Hey, make this script." Yeah. Terrible script. Would you imagine <laughs> how much better it would yeah. be? Yeah. Instead of like it's red in the sky and like not in like an uh, ominous way, just sort of like it makes it look worse. <laughs> no, it just is red. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, all that stuff in Italy was beautiful. Yeah, and and that's the thing. I think the thing that I take. Both times I've watched this, the thing that I take the most away from this movie is just like, like you're saying, the the scene with the trench where they've got yeah. the red flare and it's 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 very bright against the darkness. And then yeah, they're in Italy and you've got obviously black man a suit. The the black and red is very distinct, and they're kind of running around in that Aquaman suit. And in general, a lot of the designs of the Mira's costume is green. I can tell that it's green <laughs> and her hair is red. Pretty much. Do you remember, yes, do you remember when Wonder Woman showed up in Batman vs. Superman and it was just like, I can't tell what color her suit is supposed to be? <laughs> it could probably just be steel. And, uh, know, the the cinematographer for this did Castaway. Ah. Also, The Christmas Chronicles. <laughs> Which is a movie I liked more than I thought I would. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and Forrest Gump. Anyway, I was just curious about you know, who that was. But yeah, but yeah the, the, there's. The, and and it's not just the way it's shot, but also the designs. Yes. I mean, Aquaman's actual comic accurate suit that it gets after I he like tried it, yeah. really bright, really really nice to look at. Like it's a mm-hmm. it's a good design, and it you know it's this it's really stylish. puts the nail in the coffin on people that go colorful costumes can't be mm-hmm. done right. Mm-hmm. Like and, and that was Brian Singer's like biggest holdout in the X Men movies for years. That's why they got the leather suits and stuff. It's just like I can't make yeah. it look believable. I'm like, yeah, you can't. Yeah, I, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then, well, even even like the first Raimi Spider Man movie, it's just like no, they they just did the costume. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm not questioning red, it. But, but but then like the Green Goblin thing, they they feel the need to change it, and it's horrible. Yeah, they have to make it like a like a Power Rangers thing. As yeah, as, yeah. Um, and and that's 
But yeah, like, this puts the nail in the coffin on yes, this. Yes, very I, much. I, ne- I never want to hear that argument again that we cannot translate this costume yes, properly yes, when definitely. they get Aquaman 100% <laughs> Especially right. when they're still doing Jason Momoa as Aquaman and yeah. they're doing the suit that faithfully. It's like, yeah. by the way, work. By the way, Dark Phoenix is coming out June 7th. Um, get your tickets now. <laughs> um, Completely unrelated. Or Nothing. if you get them the night of, nobody will care. Is, is Singer, did Singer direct that one? No. Yeah. Uh, he was he was out by the I would think he was yeah. doing Bohemian Rhapsody. Woo! Who's directing it? Uh, Simon Kinberg, who wrote some of the previous. A, a longtime producer and screenwriter first, on on the first series. First time director. Yes, first time director, <laughs> and he co-wrote Last Stand. As you can tell, we're very excited. About I Dark am. <laughs> I am. I am sticking. I am sticking with it. Complete you know? faith in our boys at uh, Undead Fox to pull it together. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking of Wally Fister. Directing Transcendence. <laughs> well, my sister, f- brilliant photographer. Yeah. Brilliant cinematographer. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I, but I agree. I, I really do think that... And I think this movie, when it does go to that Snyder-esque darkness, it tends to make more sense. Mm-hmm. And... Again, the Trent scene, like... It, oh, and and the, the contrast yeah, of everything. That is the, one of my the favorite The ability shots. to see things in that scene. Well, it's, so that's such better. a beautiful... It's a good-looking... Like, like when they're on the boat and they dive down, like mm-hmm. they got the, they're, they're following the flare, and then you see this the sheer number of those yes. monsters coming down. Yep. It's scary. It's just visually very appealing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and it is this real sense... Like, that, that, that was that flash of, ooh, underwater horror movie. Yeah. Like, this is exactly what... Yeah. Cool. I like this. I uh-huh. like the way this looks. And I liked that... Like, that was a scene where I can't see what's happening on this boat, and that adds to the yeah. tension of, you yeah. know, there's these... Un- we have no idea how many monsters there are, and they're just all jumping, and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's crazy, and it's raining. See, other people have a, had an issue with Pacific Rim raining all the time and feeling that they sort of obfuscated the, sure. the fights. I recently rewatched it. wasn't a big problem for me, but anyway. But I understand that, that issue. Yeah. That was a scene where that really, I think added to mm-hmm. that the, mm-hmm. the the fear of that moment where even aquaman and mira are like we don't know what we're fighting yeah. and everything yeah, it's yeah. Great. and and it's it's that it's the, it's the obviously james wan is very competent if not uh, quite yeah. solid director yeah great director sure. um from and, what I can see. yeah and uh it's it's that in terms of just knowing how to direct this yeah and it's uh, again it's the designs it's, i mean orm's costume is is excellent the silver and the purple like that yeah it looks great um i, I will I, say though patrick wilson and willem dafoe both look ridiculous in this You're movie. You're not wrong. When they're not in their... <laughs> like, the hair looks so silly. Willem Dafoe in, in particular. Oh, my God. Dolph Lundgren with red hair and, like, a full that beard and crazy. stuff. Yeah. It's very strange. Uh, he's, he's wearing his, like, gladiatorial strange... armor. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is but... Dolph Lundgren doing in this movie? Good question. And, and not given... Like, if he's going to be in this movie, he needs to do something so silly and crazy... <laughs> Like that that's a role. They need that an you underwater do. boxing match between him and the octopus that's playing the drums. Yes. <gasps> <sighs> <laughs> but see that Lundgren in this movie that that's a role that should be played by like a, a Stellan Skarsgård. Yes. Just a random middle aged character actor. Yes. Not Dolph Lundgren, who <laughs> he's not Schwarzenegger, he's not Sloan, but that's the camp he's in. Yes. If you if he's gonna be in this movie, make it Yes. He's a villain or he's gonna come in and do something just Absolutely bonkers, mm-hmm. and he's just like Mira's dad who goes, "I don't know," and that's just his I whole... guess I'm going along with it. Oh, okay. The surface dwellers, whatever. Yeah, give him something just he, really silly to do. He really should be the villain of this movie. I feel like, but that's that's another. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, yeah. that's a conversation I'll get into, or sure. we'll get into. So, what would um, be your worst thing? Well, the, I was going to say finish off because I am yeah. I am truly enamored with the the, the color palette and the yeah, yeah. Patrick Wilson's um, costume is one of it should be one of the goofiest things yes. ever, and it's 
awesome. Yeah, the, the yeah. red eyes and everything. Yeah. Like, it looks really good. And all the uh, also an argument that that Batman's eyes should not yes. be covered. Like the no, we, idea that we, he shouldn't have we the can, white eyes. We can give him the white eyes. Like, yes. why are we still fighting this? Exactly. Um, but also, like the Atlantean warriors in terms of like the guys with the suits and like the, the, yeah. the face suit or the, oh, the water face helmet things i don't know but yeah, basically yeah. like the, the the grunts that they have mm-hmm. they all look like incredible and yeah, it's all i assume right. it's all cgi and it's it looks really really good it just mm-hmm. looks very clean and like crisp but the design is great the color is great like the they're laser all, guns that are powered by water yeah 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 your super soakers very yeah. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's good no it's good stuff and and also just i mean the final battle like obviously there's a lot of that on display in terms mm-hmm. of all these colors are mixing together, and it's, it doesn't just turn into a complete, just gray mess. Hey, yeah. we know you guys don't care, and you're not emotionally invested in anything that's happening. At least we're <laughs> going to make it clear. Red side versus blue. Yeah. <laughs> it's not two black armies just <laughs> crashing into yeah. each other. But, yeah. like, the shot, uh, I mean, a perfect point to that. We were talking about the shot of, of Aquaman and Mira kissing as it There's spins around There's all the explosions, them. yeah. And it looks gorgeous. Like, it looks yeah. like fireworks, almost. Like, I mean, it's very... Um, Yondu's funeral kind of oh, sure. hits the same visual note for me, not emotional note, but no. visual note for no, me. No, emotional as well. Sure, sure. Um, but, like, that's a very I cool I saw shot. him crying. Yeah, yeah. Because of water. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said in his Yondu voice, I'm so glad those two kids got together. Well, well, well. I need Yondu watching the DCU. <laughs> <laughs> he might have found you on that beach, but he ain't your daddy. <laughs> Except I that need, he is. Need, That's I Django need, Fett. I need the, the mystery science theater. Is that Django Fett? Yeah. yeah. Really? It was. I, I need the mystery science. He was science, really good in this movie. The mystery uh, science for theater. For the five minutes that he's in with it. With Yondu. I need, I need him commentating oh, just great. all of the DC. Michael Rooker should be doing that yes, just anyway. That would be incredible. I didn't realize that was Django. Mm-hmm. He's, he was really, really good in this movie, yeah. I thought. Apparently, <laughs> Jason Momoa. at the beginning is the most terrifying well, thing sure. I've ever seen. I think Jason Momoa like specifically requested that actor... Because he's like one of his idols Tomorrow or something. Morrison. Yeah, he was yeah. like, I want him to play my dad. Which is pretty cool. Or as yeah. Momoa probably said it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play my dad. <laughs> I'm from Hawaii. We have been the hula. So. Game of Thrones. He's awesome. Like, Jason Momoa is super cool. Is, I like him is. a lot. Yeah, but anyway. Um, it's good that he's finally in something where he's like the star and yeah. it's successful. Yes. Yes. It's not Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> that was sort of pre-Game of Thrones explosion, though. Yeah. Right, so... Even though everyone yeah, loves sure. him, like, immediately. When did that come I think it was 2010. So okay, it was so right, right before. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, many, he was on Stargate many, Atlantis How many Conan that. movies are there? There's, Probably, like, there's three. three. There's three now. There's three. <laughs> I think there's also... We're um, not doing it. Oh, come no. on. In the first one, Arnold punches a camel. In the face. That would be one of those things that we've been talking about where we just take one yeah, specific okay. movie from a franchise, yeah. and we don't do the rest of them because we don't care. <laughs> I just I can't I'm on, feel on like those. we're not doing our duty if we do this. James Earl Jones is the bad guy in that, and he turns into a giant snake. Okay, but but we still got to do the others. No, we don't. <laughs> we can we can cross that bridge. I just want to reiterate that there's a part where a camel startles short and he goes, <laughs> and he punches the camel in the face, and it's a physical camel that falls over. I we need think. we needed that in this movie. A little bit, a little bit. During during the Pitbull montage, we needed we needed yeah. Jason Momoa. No, no, we we needed we needed Amber Heard to punch a camel in the face. My... <laughs> Just to subvert <laughs> your expectations. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> My worst thing about this movie yeah. is the. I mean, it, it's really the same complaint you have, but 
the fact that there are three movies going on yes. in this movie. This is well, the opposite the... problem of like where we run into a lot of a lot of movies, and I don't remember what the last one we did. I know there was one recently that I, I threw this out against. Um, but we run into a lot of movies that Fantastic feel like... Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, probably. Maybe, I, it's probably... Maybe not that, That's but maybe That's got like ten one. plots no, going no, 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 on. I'm, I'm saying the opposite of that, where you've got the first movie feels so um, hollow. What was like the last movie we did? Twilight? Uh, Bumblebee. Maybe it's maybe I'm thinking of I am thinking of Bumblebee. That's exactly okay. what I'm talking okay. about. Okay, yeah. I, I think you meant um, like franchise. No, no, no. That's exactly okay. what I'm talking about. Where you've got the first movie, theoretically, like Bumblebee would be mm-hmm. a reboot. But this first movie in franchise, the X Men was the original one that I I felt this way against. Sure. Where you've got a movie that just feels so like almost timid in what it's trying to do and like trying to make the stakes super high and everything yeah. that the plot feels like meaningless. Yeah, where you, and, it, and especially with like a blockbuster style movie yeah. where you know that is part of like you definitely don't want to go too big too fast, but that is part of the sort of. Design. I mean, like Man of Steel. Yes, where it goes yeah. way exactly. too big too fast, exactly. and it's like, oh, what do we do for the next you, movie? You, we could almost destroy the world again. <laughs> you, you don't want to, yeah, you don't want to just punch way up there and just immediately. Remember you when know, the Iron Man movie was just Iron Man it, fighting a bigger Iron exactly. Man? It's then it's, you get to Infinity War, and then it's the end of the universe. <laughs> yes. And so you I want... feel like, aside from Thor the Dark World, they do a pretty good job yeah. escalating the stakes. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying, is that you want to have, you want to find that balance of, like, this is an interesting ad- piece of adversity that this character is running yeah. into, but you also don't want it to feel like a TV pilot. Yeah. You don't want it to feel like, uh, we're just kind of throwing this out there, maybe it'll work, do you guys like it? I don't know, you know, you're not going to remember this villain, it's fine. Yeah, Spider- um, Spider-Man Homecoming, much the same thing. Sure, sure, a little bit. And there's, there's a lot there's, going on there's in a little, that as well. Yeah, there's more yeah. going on in Spider-Man Homecoming, and that also has the benefit of, like, it's part, we can do lower stake stuff like the Ant-Man movies or whatever, because yeah. those are part of a larger that thing. fabric. And also, but when you've got something that's like... And we also knew Spider-Man very well by yes. that point. When you've got something that... Like, this movie almost feels like a reboot in terms of... I mean, it, they mentioned Steppenwolf... Once. Once. Um, I think Mira, like, maybe references the events a little bit. But, like, overall, like, yeah. you don't need to know really anything about the previous movies. And it feels like they're like, all right, we need to kind of refocus and have this be its own thing. Um, this movie does not have that problem. It does not have the problem where it, it goes... It feels sort of like... Just a, a a little flop of like I don't know. Here's no, random some yeah. random villain that is not exciting at all, and he just kind of beats him at the end, and that's fine. Like this movie, it feels like oh no, we don't know if we're gonna get another one of these, so we're gonna do everything in Which, one movie on yeah. one level or, or another is very admirable. Sure, sure. I I yeah. I would prefer that over yeah. the reverse. I would agree. I would agree. And, and it's almost like it's desperate to say, well, okay, well, if you don't like this, here's this. Yes. You like this. Because I think the biggest problem is is that they is, is the stigma against Aquaman mm-hmm. as a character, which I think is a little misplaced. I, yes, I, I, I totally. It would have been a lot worse had Snyder actually directed this. No, it sure. would. Yeah, sure. but I think that Aquaman, like, I think that the comics they wouldn't have I actually know, put him in the water. <laughs> I think that, like, honestly, and I have very limited. Uh, experience with superheroes in general, but especially with Aquaman, I think the Injustice video games do a nice job with him. Mm-hmm. Like he still looks like Aquaman, but now he's got a spear, and he's yeah. he's kind of this I, nice balance of the two. I think the biggest pro- it's just like you had him in the Super Friends, or whatever, and that's when everyone started making fun of him. Yeah, but that was when did it's, that? It's in the sixties. Yeah. yeah, it was like very a very long time. No one actually has that stigma. No one even knows the character. Like you are free to reinvent him however you feel like. You don't well, need to like, like the joke is oh his only superpower is that he can talk to fish mm-hmm. I'm like that sounds like a joke on the surface 
But if on the surface, ah, but like, but if you go smart, down deeper, a smart screenwriter can, can make, make that, that really fun and clever. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. And you I don't think, need to yeah. like overreact like, to the reaction that no one's gonna have to like. And I think that was it. the thing is they overreacted to an overreaction, yes. which ultimately happened because it it, it was my, it's it's my problem with uh, Leo getting an Oscar for Revenant, mm-hmm. where. The, the he, Academy, went, he went out in the cold. Yeah. Where, where the Academy went, ooh, the internet's really insane about him having yes. an Oscar. Because the internet is about memes now. Yes. It's yeah. not about genuine emotion as much. Right. Like when they went, the internet loves Full House. We need to make a new series. <laughs> no, it, no, no, you don't. They're, really making, they're doing memes about Full House. They don't love Full House. Yeah. And so I think they went, ooh, oh, we really got to make Aquaman this whole new thing. Which, now granted, the best way they could do that to keep it from getting dangerously toxic masculine is to cast Jason Momoa, yes, who is in every way a man's man, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but is also very much like a sensitive dude who like loves, mm-hmm. is very much a family man, and mm-hmm. is like is an openly very sweet, happy yes. guy who will probably drink you under the table, and you know, mm-hmm. has probably been mm-hmm. in a few fights in his life, but but doesn't wear that the way he wears like a pink suit to the Oscars. Sure. Well, also, know. just in terms of what you would think of Aquaman as. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like with his ethnic background, yeah. I don't know. It just kind of makes more sense to Absolutely. me than yeah. just turning into oh generic white blonde yes, guy. Very right. much so. Where you've got you've got sort of the Maui Ma- Ma- Maori? Maori Maori. There we go. Yeah, I can pronounce that. And he's Hawaiian. Um, and yeah, absolutely. yeah. So you've got that kind of like cool connection there of like, oh, this is a little more like like he comes from people that are actually like ocean related as yeah, opposed yeah. to white blonde man right i don't know no, it's, and also jason he Mo- likes surfing and jason momoa <laughs> he likes the beach boys <laughs> <laughs> he's a love interest in a mary kate nashley movie he, he's momoa is also i think momoa is fine as an actor yeah but he's got charisma to spare yes. like he is such a charismatic actor so uh there's, there's a i've watched two seasons of stargate atlantis sure which is a show that does not use Atlantis enough for it does not do under of underwater stuff. It's it's a decent show. It's very much like a nineties two thousand sci fi yes. episodic thing. Sure. But Momoa shows up in the second season of that show, That's and the show fun. immediately gets better hmm. because he replaced a previous. They, they did, it's, this is a whole other opinion, but <laughs> they replaced a previous character who was. Stay tuned for here come the sequels. Yeah. From Stargate Atlantis Wait, season yeah. two. I have probably more to say about that than I realize. <laughs> the main character is actually really funny, and he shouldn't be, but. Uh, they replaced a character who was just kind of a boring soldier guy, and what they actually did with that character is make it more interesting in another way. But then they brought Momoa in to be the mm-hmm. new guy, and Momoa's got a ton of charisma, mm-hmm. and he's got comedic timing. Obviously, he's very handsome, but like he's just like a, a, a likable, interesting guy that you really don't have a lot of guys like that in movies. Yes. Strangely enough, you a lot of the like macho guys you see in movies are like devoid of personality because they're just there to be bruisers they're there to be emotionally cut off compare jason momoa to we've talked about this before sort of the whatever hollywood's pushing whichever yeah, yeah, yeah. generic actor mm-hmm. your sam worthington's your taylor kitsch your your channing tatum jai until courtney. He, your jai yeah. courtney except for channing tatum turned into a semi-legit actor sure um but yeah just yeah one of these things is not yeah, like yeah, the yeah. other well a lot of this momoa just he has one, I guess, like he's got long hair, so I guess he looks different. But also, he he has a genuine uniqueness to yes. his persona. So when you get Jason Momoa in your movie, whatever you're doing, he's he's going to stand out, mm-hmm. and that's a really 
awesome thing to get to see in a movie. And I do think this movie nerfs him a little bit. Sure. There are a lot of points where he's where they he suddenly he was like when they're he and Mira are escaping from something, he's like, Oh, bad guys, bad guys and I'm like, I would think this character would be like, This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But then when they get Give back But then when they get back to when they get into Italy then it's like, oh, here he is. Here's yeah. Momoa. Yeah. The bar scene in the beginning, there he is. And that's really fun to watch. Um, this movie is also very kind in the sense that it says, you attracted to men, here's Jason Momoa. You attracted to women, here's Amber Heard. They both look great. Everyone's going to have fun. <laughs> and everyone just gets to have a great day. I did note at several points during our viewing of this movie... Amber Heard is quite attractive. She's gorgeous. And she's a beautiful <laughs> oh, I thought, woman. I thought there was something more insightful that was about and she to looks come amazing. out there. Nope. Okay. No, I will say, if this movie had been made in the 90s, Patrick Wilson would have played Aquaman. Exactly. Well, yeah, he was still doing theater. That's, that's, that's very interesting. We we'll out. have to kind of talk about that. Um, I did have a, a little more to say. Yeah, so we've please, gotten go half an hour in. With, I, dear God. Whatever. All right. um, but I was going to say, we'll, we'll put a pin in that, and I think you'll probably, we'll come back to it. Um, what Amber Heard being beautiful in this movie? I was talking about Patrick Wilson, but sure. I mean, Patrick um, Wilson's beautiful too. Let's let's make no bones about that. The worst thing about Patrick Wilson is that he's not doing Broadway anymore. He's a wonderful musical theater performer. Go out there, get the full Monty, get Bright Lights, Big City. He's awesome. Or you could watch him in the Alamo. You could also watch him in Bone. You could also watch him in Bone Tomahawk. Go ahead. So this movie too. This movie has too much stuff. My my main thing, I, I kind of felt after we watched through this that like this really needs to be a black man in movie, <laughs> like that yeah. needs to be the villain in in this, and that needs to be the focus. And you introduce some of the political stuff because we have a like we start off alright. Aquaman is stopping some pirates from stealing a submarine. Black man or the eventual black man is one of them. Aquaman chooses to let his father die. Like he, he's like, yeah. this, I'm, I'm not going to show mercy to this guy. You, you know, like you also have uh, the super generic thing of it starting off with, like, you know, son, I'm proud of you. I'm sure, going to give you this sure. knife. I'm going to die in the next scene, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure. But proceeds to die in the next scene. But they're good actors. The, yeah. the, the the father and son are both good actors. And so, like, then you you've got that really interesting place of like, all right, so we've set up something for Aquaman where he has let this person die. He could have shown mercy. He could have saved him. Um, are we going to deal with the consequences of that? And the answer in this movie, at least, is no. Yeah. Um, because then, obviously, Black Mana is, is, is then uh, you know kind of hates him. And there is the, the, the fight scene that is very well shot, very cool. Uh, fight scene through Italy, through the rooftops of Italy. Uh, and, and we'll talk about that. But that's the only other time where that pays off at all. Yeah. And then Black Mana's out of the movie until the end. Because otherwise, there's a lot of hinting at, like, now there's also... Orm's people trying yes. to like, hey, we're gonna. Here's more powerful suit for you, and it's yeah. all the all. It, it was the kind of thing I, I agree. They should have either said Black Manta's the bad yes. guy, and we're gonna hint to Patrick Wilson doing stuff, or yes, just flip it and go Black Manta's at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then later at the end he goes, oh, he's got the helmet, and then you realize, yeah. oh, Black Manta's coming, as opposed to trying yeah. to it, have our it, cake and eat it yeah, too, kind yeah. of thing. And my argument specifically for making it Black Mana would be, A, I think that's a cool opening sequence, because I remember watching Great it in the theater yeah. and being like, ooh, where are they going with this? This is kind of interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Some um, weird editing, but we'll get, yes, we'll, we'll, get to we'll that. talk about the productions, because there is a lot of stuff. We'll talk about it. Um, but we then... That's your quote on the poster. There's a lot of stuff. We'll talk about it. <laughs> but then we get into the Atlantis stuff, and suddenly Patrick Wilson is introducing us to the seven kings of the seven kingdoms. Right. And we're supposed to know who both he and Dolph Lundgren is, and then we're, we've got him, like, sometimes popping up to, like, yeah. take over another kingdom or whatever. And, like... We'll, and Willem Dafoe's there. Willem Dafoe's there, and we don't really know exactly what he's up to. And, like, 
there's so much like Atlantis political stuff that yeah. is like we don't this and is, we have no this is too we have much. zero context for yes. it. Now this was another problem that I had with this movie is that it was very it is it, it assumed a lot of your knowledge and also it was very vague and also yes. because throughout the movie I didn't like the flashbacks which I've I've realized I generally don't like flashbacks in movies. You have to make them really really good to make them work for me. Right. But like th- this movie does a lot of like being very vague about, well, you know what happened to your mom? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would think, because I haven't seen Justice League, I thought, is, are they talking about stuff that I should know? Or are they just being vague and not vague in an interesting, like, ooh. Right. Right. There's a single scene that involves Atlantis stuff in Justice yes. League okay. where Mira and, it's very and, throwaway and Aquaman yeah. sort of talk basically. to each other. And their relationships, their relationship seems very different from how it is in this movie. Yes. yes. Well, because that's the thing is, I, I understand. Also, like... like he goes to Atlantis in that movie, and like but this movie it's, makes it's it seem not like... actually Atlantis. Apparently, okay, it's wherever the the Martha box is being kept sure. for Atlantis. <laughs> but I, I I feel like th- this movie. I understand the device of we're going to hint at something and then explain it later. Mm-hmm. But when they hint at it, they don't hint at it in a way that made me go, "Oh, I wonder what that yeah. is." Oh, I bet they're going to explain that. It hint, they, they just sort of mentioned it without information. So I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." Well, what also... happened to his mom? I don't care. What? Yeah. Well, and it, now we're going yeah. to these dumb flashbacks of these these kids training with Willem Dafoe, and they got aquachlorians mm. or whatever. Mm. Like I don't. It's so so two, midichlorians. So two things on that. Number one. They don't know how to dole out the information properly. Yes. Because we know that Nicole Kidman is seemingly dead before we flash back to young Aquaman learning about that. Yes. Yes. We are already with older Aquaman who has already said, my mother's dead. This is why I hate Atlantis yeah. or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, we don't need to come back to him having that realization. Right. Also, the younger teenage Aquaman can't act, but that's, that's sure, yeah. besides sure. the point. Um, and then also, they keep having exposition dumps about, here's the spear, and King yeah. Atlan, or mm-hmm. whatever his name is, a long time ago he had a spear. There's like three different exposition yeah. jumps. And they repeat a lot of stuff. There's yeah, a like, lot of information. When, gets when Nicole Kidman's like holding, holding young baby Arthur, and she's explaining stuff, yeah. she should be talking about the Seven Kingdoms and True. just getting that out of the way. Yeah. My mother always told me about Seven Kingdoms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this movie, I, I agree, it doesn't know how to dole out the information. And, and I understand that this movie's at a bit of a disadvantage because it's... It's an origin story, but it can't be an origin story. Mm. And it's the first Aquaman movie, but it's not the first time we've seen And not in the way that, like, Black like Black Panther, I think, did a much better job of taking a character that was introduced briefly in a in a, yeah. a, a group movie and then giving him his original, his sure. standalone. Sure. They did a better job of, of, of that information gathering. This was just like, uh, here's a, like, they're trying to retcon stuff and ignore yes. stuff. And it was yes. just a... I mean, I would yeah, I would almost argue that the, the plot of this movie should be, if you're gonna have Dolph Lundgren be in it, make him be like the secondary villain and sure. make him make let him just be you know kind of big one note evil dude, yeah, and have him be like he's leading his kingdom in rebellion, right? And so like, you know, it's, and so, and then you can have Aquaman meet Orm and they can they can go fight this guy or whatever. And it, you can you can still maybe get some of your underwater battle stuff. You can yeah. still still get Black Pan Black Panther Black Manta as like kind of what it, your your core villain. That's like really yeah, yeah, the yeah. guy that that Aquaman's going up against this whole time. Right. And then you can have Dolph Lundgren just just we we pop in with him every now and then. He's trying to take over the Seven Kingdoms or whatever. Yeah. And I feel like then you can you can basically carve two movies out of this if you have that be the plot of this one. You know, Aquaman helps Orm put down a, a rebellion. The next one, Orm is like. All right, I'm gonna. Yeah. I, I don't like Aquaman. A, I'm gonna take out yeah. the rest of the world. B, and then 
yeah. you you can kind of turn that into the full scale right. war that you want because I, I think it's just way too much way too fast in this i agree and also this movie while it made me while i was and i'm, I'm generally very willing to just accept to suspend my disbelief as far as i need mm-hmm. to the phrase Ocean Master sounds so silly in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. It sounds so stupid. And it, the you movie expect does... to call me, your, for me to call you your highness? No, I expect you to call me Ocean Master. And this movie doesn't have the I right... I love it. Have the, have, it doesn't have exactly the right tone for that. Yes, yes. For it to be like... It's close. That's delightful. <laughs> it is close. <laughs> it, but yeah, it just doesn't really, doesn't really strike it. Um, I will also say this movie opens with Nicole Kidman just messing up a bunch of fish people. Mm-hmm. And that was when I was like, I think I'm going to like this movie. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. We have thoughts um, about how that sequence is shot, we, though. We need to... I was going to say, I, I think... Well, you haven't even said your best one. Yeah, go. This no. might be a record. Yeah. 30, 36 know, minutes Bum- and counting. Bumblebee took, took a while. Although it, was, four, it, did four, that, four, it did not take that long. We've also been very substantial. We haven't, it hasn't just been a bunch of riffs. <laughs> yes, no yes, tangents. True, true. Um, oh, God. Um, was it John Rhys Davies as the Crab King? That's who that was. Yeah. That's who that was. I, I recognized uh, the voice and was like, "That kind of sounds like Gimli," but I'm not. I did have a problem sure. with that because, like, the, they there's some voice that's like talking, and it's, it's his voice talking during the battle, and like he's he's yelling like, "We'll never yield to Atlantis," and you're like, "Who's who's talking?" I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. And then like uh, they they get into the battle, and then Orm's about to stab someone. And then uh, maybe it's Willem Dafoe or some some advisor is like, no, we have to keep him. Like you know, yeah. we need him. And then you realize that it's like, oh, this was the guy. I guess this is their king. I don't really. Like, he looks <laughs> like all. Very, he looks exactly. Does like that make me a racist for saying all the crap people <laughs> look the same? It's yeah, that was bonkers. It was a little strange. I do like Dunrose Davies, and I obviously like. I like that 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 crab king would be a great movie two character. Yeah, yes. we actually gets to do something. Yes, yeah. If we get to introduce him. So I've got a couple of kind of best things and a couple of kind of worst things, so I'll kind of cheat. Okay. I think ultimately my best thing is, is the entire Italy sequence. Um, <laughs> that's the only time where I felt like, oh, they're trying to build a romance between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And Mira's actually kind of charming. She's not just an exposition piece of wood. Yeah. Um, and then Jason Momoa's charming as always. Yeah. Like the, the bit with the rose and she's yeah, eating the rose. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fish out of water humor. Fish. Ah. Well, and that's all like again with actually stop and go. Hey, let's let Momoa be Momoa. Yeah. 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 Well, then also the scene with him finding putting the bottle in the the, the, the hand is fun and kind of like figuring yeah, out well, that. And the fact that he knows like who these the bits where it gets a little Indiana Jones ish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> the, the movie needs to be more of that or less yes. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs to quit being kind of yes. you know halvesies. Um But I did like that. Uh, it's a little convenient that she happens to find the Pinocchio book and she's like, wait, you. you that's yeah. This, a children's storybook. This specific moment, yeah. I, yeah. Of all the books I could find, do they have books in Atlantis? I, was gonna say, I thought you were going to say do they have books in Italy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, presumably. You, you, I, I, I admittedly so. can't think of any I Italian authors right now, I, but you know, I, you know I'm, I'm really not sure. But and then that leading that into the entire Italy action sequence, which I think overall is the best it, sequence it of the really movie. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it just moves at a very brisk pace. There's so many, even if they're not actually one takes, they're shot very mm-hmm. convincingly to feel like big, one takes. Big wide shots, like like the part where it pans out from like Mira's yeah. fighting along the rooftops on one side of the city, and then you pan, we pan way over and we see uh, the Aquaman geography and Black Manta is very well, very clear. Covered. Yeah. Yes, very 
and 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 they're like smashing through up the different levels of the buildings and everything. Very cool. And it's the one time I even remotely kind of feared for Aquaman's safety just <laughs> because he was getting stabbed and there were like and, and he got burned he, blood wounds. Yeah, yeah. He got burned by Black Manta's laser yeah. eyes. Whatever. Yeah. Well, that's also when uh, Amber Heard does the reverse Jesus, where she turns the wine into water. Yeah. She yeah, that yeah. turns or, wine into weapons. Uh-huh. And then instead of raising from the fun. dead, she kills them. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a really because I remember the, I don't remember how the music went, but there's a really cool music stinger when she like turns around her and she gets all the wine uh-huh. bottles cracked. I remember the music being really cool, and then she just like yeah. decimates them. As a really really the well done score sequence. is good for like ten percent. It's, it's of inconsistent. It. Yeah, sometimes it really hits, and sometimes it needs to be all synth. Yeah. It needs to be Thor Ragnarok, if not more. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, which I want now Thor Ragnarok say, to be yeah, more uh, And there's a lot of <laughs> Momoa like flying with a weapon, so he's kind of like a cooler Thor. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. You know. And then also, I, I just like the way the final fight looks. I Me think too. it's kind of nonsensical. Specifically, are you talking about the, the, the battle or the uh, duel? Both. I was gonna, okay, okay. I yeah. lumped that into one sequence. I, gotcha. lo- I love yeah, it all. I think it'll work. Even though I have to question the logic, and I, I, I love making fun of this. It ultimately doesn't matter, but yes. it's just a fun thing to make fun of. So Aquaman shows up with the big Cthulhu creature, starts killing everyone. Yeah. Five minutes later, our King Arthur! Let's... Three cheers for King Arthur! Yeah. How many of our men did he just kill? Yeah. I think, I mean, and, and my... Because you brought that up a few times, and my argument to that is generally just like... You've got Orm is also killing his own men by starting this war, and so it's Aquaman shows up. Some people die, but he finishes the war, so it's kind of like. I, I just find it amusing. Like if you're yeah. a normal Atlantean soldier, and you're like, "Oh, I'm fighting for my country. I'm just following orders." Oh my God, Cthulhu monster! Oh, hey, there's my future king. Now that <laughs> like, like it's just funny. Sure, that Cthulhu monster is voiced by Julie Andrews. Yes, it's the first thing we need to discuss about the character. <laughs> that is such a strange moment because you never get a good clear shot of what this thing is and looks like which i was okay with when she's just in the first part of it yeah when i'm like okay we don't know what this thing looks like we just see tentacles and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'm like that's kind of scarier because Mm -hmm. we don't but then later when she's in the fight i'm like okay so there are what are you are you a thresher like i don't from borderlands 2 like what are you doing and why is it julie andrews she sounded great i love her she's amazing but like what a weird who was sitting around going i know who we need we need the aqua aquaization of Emily, which is a very deep cut. I like to think it's Jeff Johns, like back when he was writing the original Aquaman <laughs> comic books. He's like Julie Andrews. If, if this ever becomes a movie, it's my <laughs> give me, one give demand. Me your best, give me your best Jason Momoa arguing that it should be Julie Andrews. What's it? <laughs> <laughs> Embrace for impact. I don't know, man. You ever seen Victor Victoria? It was awesome. She's like trying to be a guy or something. It's crazy, man. Robert Preston's great in that movie, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have another one. <laughs> I want you to know, when I do that impression, audience, I am not making fun of Jason Momoa. That is not a, that is not a malicious impression. I think he's delightful. No. no he just no. does... I watched him on Graham Norton, and every time he talked, he like completely shifted his body to another. <laughs> he's just the most chill guy. It's awesome. So, a couple best things, a couple sure. of worst things. And to, well, to your point really quick about the battle, because I don't know if we'll get back to this. Yeah. Um, the creature designs, also very cool. Very good. Yeah. Aquaman's yeah. riding a seahorse at one point. That's great. Aquaman yeah. is riding a seahorse in full Aquaman regalia, mm-hmm. and I'm not laughing at it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, and I really loved the drumming octopus. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. that, I want that. Make mm-hmm. that movie. I want the equivalent of Max, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. 
with with the flaming guitar, but it's Aquaman. Which was James Wan's in, in inspiration for that. I'm sure it was. He was like, I think somebody was like, some exactly. I don't know if we can do that. And he was like, "Did you see Mad Max? It'll work." <laughs> and apparently, they also see. This is why the executives just need to get out of the room. Yep. Unless it's Batman versus Superman. Well, apparently, he said there's something they're trying to figure out about talking underwater. And James Wan was like, "They're just going to be able to talk underwater. Don't worry about it. They're not going to have the weird bubble helmets." He said, "It's it's one of those weird things where where you'd think it would potentially be a problem of of like the audience just wouldn't buy it." The audience, the audience, but they yeah. completely buy it. Well, they have the line where they're like, "Oh, hey, we can talk." Like, like Aquaman, Kid Aquaman is freaking out. He's like, "I can talk underwater. That's crazy." And yeah. then not Willem Dafoe's like, "Yep." Well, <laughs> I think that's like, like audiences will. It, and, it, and you have the strength to be able to withstand the, the uh, lower temperatures and yeah, the, the yeah, pressure yeah. that uh-huh. comes with swimming lower uh-huh. underwater. That's just because thing is like audiences as critical and hole poking as some audiences are going to be. Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Audiences will accept things, and there's this theory that if if the big lie, you'll accept the the big lies, the little lies add up, or some, or maybe it's yeah, vice yeah, versa. Yeah. That like we all know what we're we all know what movie we're going to see. We'll suspend that disbelief. And if if, if I was watching this movie with somebody and they went, "Well, it's stupid that they can talk underwater," like we're just you're just poking holes to sound sure, smart. Sure. To me, that was also just streamlining the narrative. Like we now we don't have to also explain all this stuff about. And here's why you can be underwater, mm-hmm. and here's mm-hmm. why you can... Whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, like, Guardians did a nice job when they had the Universal Translators. Yep. Yeah. That's just like, okay, cool. Cause, but again, because that's an easily one yep. moment. Yep. Now it's explained. We don't have to worry about it. And that's also always so, different. So when I complain yeah. that, that all the, the Nazis and the Hydra people in, in Captain America First Avenger should be speaking German, is that... Is that how do you fall on, on that? I haven't seen the movie in a long time, so I'm not sure. My opinion generally of... Or even in uh, yeah. uh, Wonder Woman, when, sure. when the, yeah, yeah. the mm-hmm. German bad guys are, are speaking English. Yeah, I think that is... I know that's all for the audience's benefit. That That's a tricky one. I'm not sure about that. Because I, I, I do think that something... If they're all talking to each other, they should be speaking German with subtitles, yes. I think. Yeah. But at the same time, I think in some movies, it's almost this idea of... They are speaking German, we're just hearing it in English. Sure. But but I think but in a movie like that because I remember Wonder Woman more clearly I think in Wonder Woman I, I think you're right there should have been well it becomes more distracting when they start speaking other languages yes. in the middle of that movie yes. right 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 yeah I guess and they do have subtitles so I'm like be consistent with it please yeah either either if you're gonna do it all English fine whatever we'll it's a problem there. but I'll go with it more yeah. so than if you sometimes have it be consistent and then sometimes not yeah but that said I think it is different if if he goes from a scene where he's talking to a bunch of Americans and he's speaking English to then everyone in the scene is German. I would understand if they were all speaking. It's like if I worked at a place that was, if I, if I went over to Germany and worked there and I had some American customers and I'd be speaking English to them, yeah. but I'm back in the kitchen, I'd be speaking German again. Yeah, exactly. I, I, that's how I look at that. Yeah. I, I think that kind of depends, but I think in this case, it was just a matter of like, now we don't have to try to create this whole bit where we explain it. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to be asking the audience to accept much, ostensibly yes. much sillier things. Yes. Yeah. So let's just go with it. And I think audiences ultimately did accept mm-hmm. it. And audiences will buy stuff. Audiences, mm-hmm. will, not always. But I think, I, I think the studios perceive audiences to be much crueler. Than, and audiences can be very cruel. True. But again, they misread internet. Because sometimes yes. people are making fun of stuff lovingly. Yeah, and sometimes they're just being jerks, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't know. I think studios are, are still understanding how to read yes. responses. 100%. So I guess my answer, for Alex, is I'm not sure. I have to rewatch the movie to to know how I felt about it. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, the action sequences at the end. Great. They were colorful. I could tell what was happening. Wasn't that emotionally invested, but sure. it was fun Again, while it lasted. Could have two movies, but that's yeah. all right. Uh, worst things, I've got a couple. I've kind of got a joke one, but at the same time, I mean it. And then yeah. I've got a more serious one. Uh, my joke one, but I kind of mean it, is the Pitbull song. <laughs> I got I got to do it. Uh, it, it, is, really it lasts silly. for 15 seconds, and at the same time, it's like the bright side of my brain's going, well, it's only 15 seconds. That's <laughs> merciful. But then the other 15, the other side of my brain's going, why is it only for 15? What is it doing here? Yeah. It's a weird moment where the... How the, many people did Pitbull have to blackmail at the Warner Brothers offices <laughs> to get 15 seconds in this movie? It is a weird moment where... It, 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 that that's a song that it, the movie is so clearly calling attention to that song. We all know that song is happening. Also, just use Africa. Why do yeah, we need yeah. the stupid Pitbull remix that just happens to have the Africa chorus in it? Well, because there's some like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Uh, I've only seen the first season, but I love it. That's a show that has a a very noticeable soundtrack. They play music mm-hmm. in the in the show, and they really notice it. But also, they play it. The, a lot of the song, and it really works. It, it, it mm-hmm. enhances mm-hmm. and adds to that experience. It's consistent, and it it adds something. And it's, and it's, and it's very purposeful. I, I, do, I, don't, I don't need a single song that lasts 15 right. seconds. Well, I think that, and that's, that's the argument. That's horribly where, distracting and has nothing to do with it other than they're going to Africa. Well, I wouldn't mind if it was 15 seconds of a song that was... That, and also, why would you do 15 seconds of a song when you can just write a 15 seconds of a score? Yes. Just write 15 seconds of a stinger. Just Just... It felt like it was out of Suicide Squad. Exactly. It felt and straight out of Suicide Squad. I mean, that's Squad. the biggest thing. Is the, What's the, the most obvious song we can have? Oh, Africa, because they're going to Africa. How can we make it worse, though? It also sounds like it was... Pitbull! It probably, right, it probably was a marketing thing. It probably yeah. was the way that, you know, a character suddenly drinking Coke with the label facing out. Like, it's... Yes. That's how it felt. And it is yeah. very much... It's the Guardians it's of the Galaxy versus Suicide Squad thing that we, we talked about in, when we repeat Suicide Squad way back when. But, generally... Guardians of the it's the difference between using songs for your soundtrack in Guardians of the Galaxy where the the music is diegetic and we talked about this with with Bumblebee as well a little yeah. bit um and the music is it's it's coming from within the movie as opposed to uh Suicide Squad where it's just like popular song every 30 seconds uh to I don't know make you think you like this movie more than you because do you are, because you are because you really are a songs. sucker for pain yeah uh, <laughs> But even when it's not within the movie, when that song is like Martin Scorsese does this all the time, yes. when that song is so specifically chosen yes. and is in, is intended to highlight something in that scene and evoke something within that scene and add to it, that's dynamite. Mm-hmm. That can be real. It can be really, really well used. But um, so, what's your your for for real for real worst thing? Um, this movie feels super hollow. And yeah. It's amazing considering how overstuffed it is that it, it doesn't have time why. to focus on anything. Yeah, exactly. Aquaman doesn't really feel like he has a substantial arc of any kind. I don't really buy him becoming king at all. I don't know how the people of Atlantis feel about anything at any given time other than they hate him during the gladiatorial match, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mira's a yeah. plank of wood, and the only reason I'm like her is because Amber Heard is attractive and she's wearing a skin-tight green suit. Like, <laughs> I mean, you're you're correct. Like, like she's there for a very obvious <laughs> yeah. reason. Alex, I like your FBI shirt, but I didn't realize it says Federal Booby Instructor? <laughs> that, that, I don't think that's what that organization does. <laughs> you said instructor, not inspector. I did instructor! <laughs> how, does, how does that work? Oh my god! <laughs> That is so much better. 
was. I've been waiting to use that joke. Oh my god, you're so does that so that's 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 why you hire someone to come in and be like, okay. Now are they are they standing in front of Amber Heard like at chess level going, Alright, ladies, here's your job. Or are they going into like the costume designer? Is this like when Kira Knightley talked about the cleavage painter she had on the first Pirates movie? Wait. Because we you, don't need to discuss this. No, but also I'm very interested. If you watch in this. the first, because here's about Karen Knightley, she is built a certain way. If you watch the Pirates movie, she seems to be built a different way, because they use paint to evoke, to to, to, to fool the eye. Interesting. So if you watch that movie again and you and you you realize, oh, it's just contouring, and a lot of corset work. Oh my god, that's so funny. Oh my god, instructor. We went to a weird place. <laughs> instructor. Or it's someone who's training blue-footed boobies, the bird. Sure. Okay, sure. well, man, I just totally hoisted on my own petard. But specifically, female blue-footed specifically. boobies. Specifically. Good night. Okay. <laughs> um, Alright, tapping out. Go ahead, bud. This is my, now like Tyler, this is my turn to, to just... <laughs> Bow out. You guys got it from here. Anywho. Amber Heard looks great in the movie. She does. Amber Heard looks great in the movie. Uh, and I, I don't I don't know how much of it was... I, I actually thought her character was boring and how much of it is I, I, I personal life stuff. Her and Johnny Depp. Well, and I've only... Eh, I don't want to think about any of that. So I'm not... Just, how, many, how many movies have you all seen Amber Heard in? This is the first movie. I think... Yeah, yeah. same... She was in the opening scene of Zombieland. Okay. She's the, oh, never mind. She's I have the, seen but that. also, she means she doesn't need to do anything. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I've only the only other movie I, I know that I've seen her in where I could really like get a gauge for her acting is a movie called All the Boys Love Mandy Lane, which is really really terrible. So I can't really like criticize yeah. her for it because it's a bad movie. Um, yeah, it's the same. Like I haven't seen her in anything that would really test her her merits as an actor. So I don't know. Um, I, yeah, because I felt that way. The only performance in this movie that I... Because I enjoyed Momoa, but like I said, they nerfed him. Was Black Manta. Yaya Abdul-Mateen II. I thought he was great. I like Patrick Wilson. Is that really Patrick, his name? Yeah. That is yeah, a that's really good name. He's going to be in the Watchmen series as well. I'm talking about the Black Manta. Patrick. No, I know. Yeah. Okay, okay, just making sure we're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Yaya Abdul-Mateen II <laughs> is going to be in the Watchmen series. That is I love how they excellent. just keep rotating DC actors and just... I'm not sure who he's going to play because they're not doing this. It's not the same stuff. No. Yeah. But, but anyway, he's going to be in that. But yeah, because I thought he did a really, really good job. And maybe some of that time I hadn't seen him before. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have anything to compare him to. But like, I thought Patrick Wilson was fine. Uh, yep. Willem Dafoe. It's funny because Willem Dafoe was in this movie the same year he was in a movie called At Eternity's Gate, where he played Vincent Van Gogh at the end uh. of his life, for which he was nominated for an Oscar, and I feel should have won. It's a beautiful movie. Go out and watch it. He's He is stunning in that movie. It's one of the best portrayals of someone losing it, losing their mind because he doesn't play it gimmicky and like mm-hmm. crazy. He just plays it as someone who really is just like, just, he just talks, he talks so much that no one really realizes that that's the, the sign of him losing yeah. his mind. He's amazing in that movie. Oscar Isaac's really good in it too. But it's so funny watching that and then watching Aquaman and being like, these are out, there was a, probably a point in time where you could see these movies in the same theater. <laughs> like that's crazy. With his little little bun and his tight uh-huh. hair, it's so. We, I feel so we should spin off this to address the CGI specifically with regards to de aging, and sure. there's there's a lot of other weird production gaffes uh, throughout sure. that I think we should address. But specifically, like 
Um, Willem Dafoe... Marvel the, has it down. Yes, DC does not. DC should just humble themselves and go to Marvel and be like, hey, yeah. we got we got some money, got got a truckload, we're backing it up to you, can we give yeah. us give us some of your uh, your animators and let's get this figured out. We because... keep Tron legacying these guys and we don't know. <laughs> yes. exactly. Like, Tamara Morrison in the, the opening just sure, sure, sure. not good. It's so, like... I mean, Uncanny Valley, I guess, is the word people use yeah. a lot, but, like, it just is rough. And, and Willem Dafoe looks better, but not that much better in the flashback scenes as well for him. Yeah. Uh, did they really do that to... It, did they do it to Kidman? Not really. Which I is, guess it's just because she herself is so perfect. She, she really doesn't look that, like, particularly old, and so that's, like... No. She left Tom Cruise because of Scientology, but at the same time, both of them look 20 <laughs> years younger. He had already. I, I'm saying some of the Scientology rubbed up on her. <laughs> he, he, had already, trying to say. he had already given her the uh, the Sorcerer's Stone. So. <laughs> also, it's that he grabbed from like a speeding bus while he was on a Vespa and yeah, you know something yeah. like that. Yeah. But yeah, the CGI. I think I think that largely. I heard a lot of people say the CGI was amazing, which then I heard friends of mine who love Marvel in a way that means that. Any successive DC apparently means Marvel is in danger, which Correct. is preposterous. That's accurate, actually. Uh, Even they're going to have to cancel everything if DC yeah. makes another good movie. If Even DC makes most, a movie, most people don't know the difference in their like superhero sure. movie. Sure. I, I think that the rivalry, last one I saw I liked, so I'll go see this one. I yeah. think rivalries in general are silly. I think the Marvel DC rivalry is the silliest. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I understand why you would say, you know, I've, I've I've dipped my toe into some DC stuff and some Marvel stuff. I like Marvel more. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, I get that. But why you would go? Oh, I like Marvel, so I hate DC. And why does the success of Aquaman mean... Like, does that mean that Kevin Feige's going to go, guys, we're not doing Endgame. Aquaman, guys, Aquaman had had really good... Shazam was, like, funny, apparently, and, like, we can't... can't, I'm I'm, sorry, I'm pulling the plug. Aquaman... Maybe we'll try next year. Aquaman earning a billion dollars is the reason why the Hellboy reboot earned nothing. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Hot take. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Like they did really good. We fish. don't have enough room, you know. We just, yeah. Like, it, it, they did really good fish. So we're just gonna pull in game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we we failed. Like it's such a ridiculous thing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. but then I heard so that Captain and, Marvel and, made a billion dollars yeah. after like two or three months and after this. As, as a quick point onto that, also definitely you should be rooting for both of them to do very well if you want to continue to get high quality movies from them. Yeah. Continue in yeah. these cases, <laughs> stretching it. But you know, I agree. in terms of like. I, I, as someone who, who, especially when we, you know, post Batman vs Superman, kind of going through Suicide Squad, like I very much was like, I want them to crash and burn so that Warner Brothers learns from their mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like at the same time, now that especially with the properties Disney is getting, like I'm not really paranoid about the monopoly sure. stuff that people tend to be because like anybody can make a good movie. Like you don't absolutely look at John Wick Chapter Three over here. Making a bunch of money. Yeah, they just secretly the best movie of the year. <laughs> I mean, eh. I, don't know. I don't know, man. Have you seen Hustlers yet? <laughs> I haven't. I just couldn't think of another movie. <laughs> but my point is yes. that these are both blockbuster franchises, and they're not both owned by the same company. Which means yeah. that if Warner Brothers continues to do really well, they're going to push Marvel to be like, we want to make sure we're we're getting that success. Yeah, and, and, you know. The, the, and, and vice versa. Like, you, you know, it's, I yeah. mean, that's the reason why Warner Brothers panicked so much, so badly, originally, with, like, we gotta rush this out. Well, the yeah. worst it's part is... because they really wanted to hit that Avengers money. In. This is, yeah. like, the one that Jeff Johns really had a hand in. Mm-hmm. And then they axed him after Justice League. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a year later, this movie makes over a billion dollars. And, like, well, it's, we already canned him. It's the yeah. highest grossing DCU movie, right? Correct. 
Warner Brothers. It also, when, I think, when an Aquaman movie makes more than a Batman vs Superman movie or a Justice League movie, yeah. probably made more than those two combined. Yeah, or close know. to it. It, it wasn't probably wasn't far off. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think. God, those movies are trash. But I guess, I guess to where I originally started here was, was about the CGI. I heard that the CGI was really bad. I thought CGI was fine in this movie. The de-aging's it's, not great. It's inconsistent. But That's the biggest thing. It's inconsistent, sure. And, and it's, it's also... It's inconsistent for the first half. I thought the second half was just like, whoa. And a lot of yeah. that may just come down to, in the second half, there was so much more of it. And there's, there's not nearly as much, like, minute, like, they have to, again, they have to de-age somebody. Like, there's yeah. not nearly yeah. as much of that in the second half, where the second half just can be more like... Throw it all on the screen. Big battle. Here's awesome. crazy stuff, yeah. yeah. But, like, that seahorse uh-huh. looked pretty cool. And mm-hmm. also, this is a movie where if something looks a little cartoonier, I think that adds to the the, sure. the tone of it. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I think that ultimately James Wan had the right idea for this movie. Yes. I think he was just given, like, the script is so crazy and the studio stuff, blah, blah, blah. But I think, like, ultimately the people who are at the heads of this thing creatively, the designers, I think, had the right ideas. Momoa, obviously, has the right idea. Uh, Wan had the right idea. Mm-hmm. I I feel too... I, I want to talk about Nicole Kidman for a minute because I, I think she's pretty good in this movie. She, it's weird being like, oh, she's been in two DC movies. The other one was Batman Forever. Oh, that's right. She, she, she got she, a pre-Tom Cruise breakup and a post-Tom <laughs> Cruise breakup. Apparently she was like, I don't know if I want to do this, but then James Wan was like, you get to her mother of pearl and have a trident or something. She went, oh, okay, I'll do it. Because she's had such an interesting career where she's done these prestige pictures, but then she's also done a ton of big like blockbuster stuff yeah. and Days of Thunder and whatnot. And Batman Forever. And Batman Forever. Um, like I think she's really gifted, and she's someone who like I've I've, I've always been really really fond of. I'm well, not really having a crush on her. Obviously, she's beautiful, but I'm just really like I'm just really happy whenever I see her. I'm like, oh, there's mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman. I like you. You're just good and stuff. She looks awesome in this. Like her costumes, I think, are pretty cool. And like she's, I, mean, I don't know. I think she's. Did I think we, she does a nice job. Did we address that in Ant Man and in, in the Ant Man and the Wasp review that um, both Nicole Kidman and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer came back to star in superhero movies uh, where they are lost mothers? Oh wow! Uh, who disappear for an extended amount of time and then are brought back? Uh, Interesting. After carving a life for themselves in their lost realm. Oh wow. <laughs> I also It's very strange. I love Michelle Pfeiffer. It's extremely so much. strange. Like just just the fact that they're both yeah. in the, the original Batman franchise and like That being said, Nicole Kidman chose the better movie. <laughs> You're not wrong. I like that in the Lost Book. That was kind of fun. I don't like it. Have we discussed this? That Alex has this. It's, it's extreme, a hot take that I do not like that movie. Extreme. Hit. It was very strange what coming out of the theater like with him. Because to me, that that was a very like. Oh, to be fair, Venom uh, doing I, Venom made me change my grade. I'm like, oh, that's a bad. Because <laughs> I think Batman and the Wasp was just like that was a very breezy, time. inoffensive, just yeah, sort of fun, like, pretty wa- funny movie. I watched it one and night. Like I came out of that movie and I was like, hey, I thought that was pretty. I, I think I told yeah. talked about this on the the Wasp podcast, but I'll repeat it here. I came out of that movie and. I I was like, hey, you know, I thought that was, was pretty fun. Like, I really enjoyed yeah. that. I, th- I think I might like it more than the first. I don't know, you know? Like, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I don't remember then, much of it, but yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> Alex, meanwhile, is over here like, I hated that. Legitimately, like, the most he has, like, been upset with me for having a positive <laughs> opinion. Then the first time we came out of Batman vs. Superman, I was like, it obviously, like, wasn't as bad as I was expecting it to be, given the reviews and everything. Yeah, yeah. And it was the same reaction. And I was like, why is this happening? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, it didn't offend. Like, inoffensive, breezy. I was just like, all right, cool. There's a couple of good jokes. I don't remember them. I just I, Michelle Pfeiffer's another person who I just love seeing her in stuff. Sure, sure. Uh, when Dark Shadows came out, uh, my ex and I went to go see it, and afterwards I was like, 
my only real opinion of that movie is Michelle Pfeiffer with a shotgun. That's really my, my main... That just sums up my opinion about that movie. Whatever. I just like the she had a shotgun in it. She's great. Yeah, I feel like, again, the mother stuff in this is just... What a, that would be a really great movie two thing. Yeah. When you, when you really get to explore the undersea world and, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. By the way, this movie I, made... Um, worldwide made... Uh, one billion, or one, well, we'll say one point one five billion. We'll, call, we'll round it oh, up. Okay. That's not quite. Uh, so yeah, it's it's not. It both didn't, of those movies combined. Yes, uh, Batman Superman was uh, eight hundred seventy million. Mm-hmm. Um, Wonder Woman was eight hundred twenty million. Suicide Squad seven about seven fifty million. Man of Steel six seventy million, and then Justice League six fifty seven million. Somehow that made less than all of those other movies. Shazam did not do very well. I just remember Justice League but... being very low impact. Yes. Because I remember BVS had this it, like... BVS really killed that franchise. Well, BVS had like a huge <laughs> opening. Yes. But then it dropped off by like 70, 70%. Mm-hmm. The next weekend, the theater... Like, Immediately everyone was like, oh no. Because it wasn't just a matter of... Because the people that, that were... The, the hardcore fans weren't going to see it again. And yeah. then they told all their friends over the water cooler that week... Nope. Yeah, all yep. every everybody who was on the fence was like, "Oh, I heard it was terrible. I'm not going to mm-hmm. fool with it." Mm-hmm. And everybody who was going to see it regardless saw it once and wasn't bothered. Yep. But Aquaman was a movie that people who didn't really care had heard that. Oh, this is a fun movie. It also had the benefit of coming out over the holidays, mm-hmm. which a, like in Bumblebee were in the theater at the same mm-hmm. time. So those movies benefit a lot from. Oh, cool! This is a family. We can yes. all just go and take yes. the kids. Aquaman yeah. won that weekend because it, yeah. it was those two and Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Which all uh, three of those fighting each other, Aquaman ended up on mm-hmm. top. Yeah. Which I mean makes it like I mean it's, it's, Aquaman a, it's has, a fun adventure, I just find you know, fascinating. cool. Aquaman also has the bump movie. of the comic again, book geek. Again, too, you've yeah. got the uh, like you were saying, you've got the the appeal of both Jason Momoa and Amber Heard, and yeah, so you've yeah. got, you know you've got the, the, whole thing. the whole family of being like, oh, this looks like a and the kids want to see it, and the teenagers, everybody. Yeah. Now I will so say, it's like Joel Schumacher saying, I oversexualize everyone. What's the problem? I will say real quick, hot take: Mary Poppins Returns. Probably my favorite movie of 2018. I genuinely just I love I loved that movie so much. I just had this huge grin on my face. I might change my mind because I watched a lot of great movies from 2018, like Shoplifters and stuff, but and Spider Verse and Won't Be My mm-hmm. Neighbor. But I uh, 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 Mary Poppins Returns is like I saw that opening. I saw that the Friday it came out, yeah. and I there were not that many people in the theater. Sure, because like, they were all in Aquaman. Well, well, I also saw it like one o'clock, so ah, it yeah. just it was pretty early in the day, and I just like. It was a few days before Christmas, and I was just like beyond anything. I adored it. Christmas came early. It really did. And then two to three days later, I saw Spider Verse on Christmas Eve there morning, you go. and I had a, and it came again. Like, <laughs> I love, are you? Are we gonna do an episode on Spider Verse? Does that fit? I into think anything? at some point we're gonna try to to work that in. I don't know. What, we're, we're gonna have to think about that one sure. because we didn't do. Batman Mask of the Phantasm, which was yeah. also a actual theatrical release okay. animated Batman movie. Gotcha, gotcha. So we got to think about that. We got to we got to assemble okay. uh, what we can. We also have to do Man of Steel at some point. Yeah, we're, we're still figuring <laughs> oh, yeah. that did out. We, did we talk about that at the beginning of this? No, because so, so, the Spider Verse would be like our Dark Knight episode, where we just talk about how great it is. Pretty much. So before we actually get back to Aquaman and whatever, a uh, uh, new hot take: Man of Steel is trash. Uh, I've completely turned around on that movie, or turned against That's, that movie. Uh, I hate it. At some point, we will have to do an official <laughs> review for that because we. I realized before we did this that we don't actually have like an official track on the DCU. Yeah. Nope. Because we we started with the Batman franchise, we skipped Man of Steel. I think we talked about Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman, 
And then from there, we did Wonder Woman and Justice League as a Christmas special together mm-hmm. while Justice League was still in theaters. Because we did not care. And then we were like, oh, I guess we got to do Aquaman. And then we started doing this podcast, and I was like, like or preparing for this episode, and I was like, wait, have we actually done the DCU? <laughs> I was like, is that, is that a thing? Because uh, we did Suicide Squad just for the purpose of Batman's, Batman's in, in it, Joker's in it. That's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess we're going to do Shazam too. So I don't know. At some point, we'll have to actually do Man of Steel so that we. But can yeah, new hot take. Assist. I hate Man of Steel. It's not as bad as Batman vs Superman, but man, I gave them way too much credit for promises that were not kept. Sure. That's my quote on the poster. It sounds to me like you don't like your heroes deconstructed. Hey. Have you seen Avengers Endgame? <laughs> <laughs> do I have anything else we need to hit about Aquaman? I'm trying to think if I have any other like really trenchant things. Trenchant is the word I need for that. I think. Oh my. God. Yeah, I realized I was doing a pun, but I didn't really know what the means. All right, a couple. We, we were talking about the production stuff. Oh, we haven't talked about the, the actual fight scenes and oh, our, yeah, our, our issues with at least the, the first one with Nicole. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, yeah, this is kind of good. Also, the sub one. Uh, yeah, the su- so specifically my biggest problem with the one on the sub is just that there's like a random shot. It's like a, a three-second shot where they slow down Jason Momoa walking really epically through a doorway, but like <laughs> yeah. the clip was not made for that. And so they had to stretch it. clearly the, did not the shoot frame it to be shot in slow like motion. weirdly choppy. <laughs> and that was like one of the first things I noticed in the theater. I was like, that was kind of weird. Um, and then there's a there's a few different things like that. I mean, in general, I think we were both of the opinion that, and this is, it, it's fairly nitpicky. I, th- I think the fights still look pretty good. Yeah. Um, but the... It's, the it's best fight scenes in the DC. Yes. 100%. Overall, um, a batting average for this movie, very high. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, but... Like compare the compare the final action sequence of this to Man of Steel. Sure. Like, one's a nightmare world where I don't know what's happening and Superman's just blowing things up, and the other one, oh hey, that's kind of pretty. I don't know what's well, happening, also, but you know, manta rays don't have a clear neck to break. So like, how would he even? Yeah, I mean, what, get a grip. But on he that does guy? have the laser eyes, so <laughs> like true. that could. Here's be... the thing about Man of Steel: a lot of people want to have like the neck break be like a straw man for like that's why that movie is bad. Yeah, yeah. it's not why that movie's bad. <laughs> There's a million other reasons why that movie is bad. I um, uh, you could make the neck break work. Mm-hmm. They don't. Back to the sub fight. I will say there's a part where uh, he rips off like the circular door. Uh-huh. Uses that as a shield, so it's like a cooler Captain America. Although, can he <laughs> can he take bullets? Because he does. He, well, because yeah. he, he gets blown up. Like I'm just questioning the point of using the shield to protect himself. That might yeah, have been. It, it kind of seems like he's not really protecting. Some, or maybe it hurts. I mean, he he like jerks back, so maybe yeah. it's, it's like. It's like he's got bulletproof skin. I'm just but asking still the, the question. Yeah. Well, it's like the, there was this joke. Of, uh, I can't remember who did this. It's, it's an old joke about the old Superman TV show, I think, with George Reeves, where they would shoot him with bullets, and mm. it would bounce off his chest. So then they would throw the gun at him, and he would duck, <laughs> which is dumb on everybody's part. Like, well, the bullets are... Nah. And good. then he's like, no! My one weakness. Exactly. The I... gun itself. <laughs> Yeah, uh, guns yeah. don't kill people. Oh wait, they do. <laughs> they only, Bullets my, don't kill people. Earth's yellow sun can't protect me from this, as opposed to what other sun? <laughs> Red sun. That's Clearly, the, you've never been to Krypton. Clearly enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. Um, I think what I'll see the thing I liked about these fights is, in as in a, a great action movie, they all feel different. Yep, they're different types yep. of fights. Uh, I like the duel between him and Orm when the, the drumming mm-hmm. octopus. Mm-hmm. I thought that was nicely done. Um, 
I like the big war scene at the end. Like a lot of, and, and yeah, the best one I, I agree is the Italy thing. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I liked the addressing of collateral damage, where he like has to save the girl from the bell or mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. or the old woman. I, I did. It does. He he really violently throws that bell, and I was just imagining like he throws it and just smashes some other people. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, no, no yeah. it's good. It's good. Like you see, it, obviously they, and they do it in a way where it doesn't feel like. I mean, it doesn't feel like Justice League, where at the end of Justice League, they're like, oh, we've got to clear everyone out of the city. Go, go, go. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. no, no. Um, because, like, clearly they're responding to the fact that people were very confused and, yeah. and questioning the fact that, that so many people died in also, Man of Steel and Batman Superman. They don't um, bother to address civilians in the area in Justice League until, like, the very end of yes. the fight. Like, when they're going in there, Batman's like, I'm going to go on a suicide mission. <laughs> yeah. We're going to blow everything up. Well, there's also the... Uh, I'm Batman. I got a real sense of, of, like, you're talking about actually being a little nervous about Aquaman in terms of the damage he was taking. I got nervous about the collateral damage because, like, the power of Black yes. Manta's yeah, yeah. blast. I was like... How much control does he have over this? And he clearly doesn't care what happens. Like and it's so, also, it's, it's, and that yeah, add, added so to it. Yeah. Also, they find a way to work in why his his helmet is so comically big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like that's the little touches that makes me know that the screenwriters are paying attention at least yes. on some level. Yeah. The yeah. screen, screenwriters are self aware. Yes, you know. Yeah. yeah, and I'm and so I'm I'm, I'm glad that he's going to come back in the second movie, which I hope will be a little more focused mm-hmm. because I liked that performance and I liked that character, and yeah. that is. I don't know about Aquaman's rogues gallery. I, Black Man is the only member of I it think, I know. Again, I think they've knocked out the two biggest ones in yeah. this movie. <laughs> like and with, those trench creatures are Ocean awesome. Master. I'd love to see more. Well, I'm yeah. saying with Ocean Master oh, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Black Man, and the, that as well. That's that's. I think that's a more recent image. So I don't know what else. Yeah, he I don't know. Fights. I don't know what else they go with there. Is but, King yeah. Shark? Is that one from him? Or? I don't know if he's an Aquaman. Yeah, I think he's showing up in the Suicide Squad. Right, the James right. Gunn movie. So yeah. That who cares? <laughs> That'd be funny <laughs> if it was just like a street shark, like just a, just a man with a shark. Head. I know the question is which. Well, the question is which role is Michael Rooker going to play? That's the real question. Yes. I gotta keep swimming or I'll die. That's the thing. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> if it isn't my baby brother, <laughs> little shark. It'll show. Prince but Shark. The, but Prince Shark is, is Norman Reedus. <laughs> Man, I'm going to find all those dolphins and eat them up. Well, He's still alive on The Walking Dead? Uh, presu- I haven't watched any years. Okay. Presumably he is. We should do the Blade movies just so we t- can talk about Norman Reedus. I, th- I would love to do the Blade, Blade movies. Blade 2 and how his haircut hasn't changed one bit. <laughs> he looks the exact same. I'd love to do those movies. I think they're a lot of fun. Uh... Let's talk about the Nicole Kidman opening fight. Oh, wait, wait, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, this kind of goes into the, yeah, yeah. All right, it, in theory, I like it. It's one shot showing how awesome she is and showing that, oh, Atlanteans, like, all of them are really tough and can fight. It's also a nice way to open up your movie. Yep. However, they don't know how to merge multiple takes into one sure. shot seamlessly, and it feels very herky-jerky sure, sure. a lot of the time, and it feels like, oh, that's where they cut to a digital Nicole Kidman, speed up the footage a little bit, and then they cut to a different angle. And okay. presumably a stunt double as well. Yeah. Yes. My, my comparison was to Which no shade. the first couple of Transformers movies where mm. it really did not feel like Michael Bay Also, you mentioned it. To... It's almost like they're, no pun intended, it almost feels like they're using a fisheye lens. Like there's yes. something weird about and, the and, angle. Mm, sure. And my point is that like, yeah, it seems like the, the action's kind of happening on the edges of yeah, the screen. Yeah, yeah. Like the... 
The way it's shot is I just don't a like little herky, bit unfocused. I don't like anything um, that gives it a herky-jerky in, feel. I like it to be. I like action to be clean and smooth. Sure, That's yeah, why yeah. Mad Max Fury Road bothers me so much when they speed up the footage. Mm. Intentional as it may be, yeah. I just find that really distracting when people aren't moving at the normal speed sure, that humans sure. would be moving. Yeah. Um, but the, my, my point as well with this, too, is I... I Compare it to Michael Bay in the first couple of Transformers movies, and, you know, that where a lot of the, like, the transformation just looks like two junkyards smashing together. Yeah. Like, it just looks kind of insane. Um, the camera's not far back enough for yeah, you to be able it, to tell it feels like it was happening. not shot in a way that accounted for where the uh, visual effects would be, like the CGI would be. Um, kind of feels the same to me here a little bit, where it feels like it was just not... And, again, this is um, James Wan's first... Movie of this size for sure. What, what has he done before? Uh, it was a Fast and Seven, Furious Seven. So which, like, which is not uh, there's, the there's, same scale. Exactly. It's still big, but it's not yeah. this scale. Yeah, specifically with how much CGI you would yeah. have to use. Like, obviously, I'm sure there's a ton of effects in that. We'll get around to it at some point. Um, we're gonna get to that and be like, how is this bigger than Aquaman? <laughs> and we're like, oh wait, maybe we're totally wrong. <laughs> um, but my point is that it it feels like it's it's capturing the action almost on the edges of the frame. Like it's, sure. it's not quite centered. Or it needs to be based on like where they filmed it and where they're adding in stuff. Um, and I felt that way a couple of times. Um, and I don't know what it is about the frame rate. So, frame rate, there's a couple weird frame rate tearings sort of throughout the movie. And it, it, a lot of people don't even notice the stuff when they're yeah, watching sure. these movies. So they're this, like, this is I very nitpicky. Know, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Like that bit where this, Jason Momoa's walking in in slow motion, I didn't notice it. Mm-hmm. We notice it, especially I notice it, sure. and it bothers me. Sure. And I think, Especially when it's all about the action is what we are selling right. this on. And I think the biggest thing is probably that it's switching between IMAX cameras versus yeah. um, regular cameras. I'm sure that's part it's of It's not the, as bad as Transformers 5, sure. where in a single scene it's cutting between three different aspect ratios. Where'd I've you? never heard you mention this before. <laughs> and I'll never mention it again. This is... Oh, wow. I guess I gotta... Huh. Really changes my perspective. <laughs> Really fades your, your really, perspective. Yeah, really fades the fades the corners of my opinion on that movie. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I do think that there is. I think that's probably why I feel that way. That it feels almost like a fisheye lens. Sure. Is yeah. just because it was shot for IMAX. Um, so I think I think there's a little bit of that too. I think I think that maybe the, he just wasn't as familiar with it. Although I mean, he, I'm sure Furious Seven had a lot of this too. I don't really know. I don't want to get into into like how. It was messed up because we don't have obviously you don't have like a super strong like here's the technical well, thing they did wrong. Well, it's just weird um, because like there's so many digital effects in it. Yes, and as a single take of just a woman taking down a room of, of guards or army mm-hmm. guys, it's just weird that there's so many effects needed to do that. Right. Well, I think to your point too, there's the like compared to a John Wick scene, sure. and th- that's totally not fair because mm-hmm. John Wick's on a completely different level. Yeah. But all practical effects for John Wick, sure. and he is just walking in. Taking out a bunch of people with gung fu, right? Gun fu. Well, this is—I yeah. mean, this is like—it's—it's it's people shooting lasers, and everyone has the fancy suits and everything. Like yeah. It's and and to your point as well, because I, I think you mentioned when we were watching the uh, the battle between Orm and um, Aquaman in the actual or in the camera uh, movie arena, way smoother. The, and it's the because camera it's all digital. Yeah, they don't have to actually shoot anything, so they're just like plugging it into the computer it's where not, they're tracking. Eh, next, next. Yeah, yeah, so they can do they can do some one take stuff that's that's yeah. really yeah. really smooth and really really good. Um, what kind of yeah. boom mic do you think they used? Like a Toshiba, two X P seven eighty three. That's my activation code. <laughs> I was just gonna say seven. <laughs> they used a they used a, a oh, mic seven. These are mic seven. 
goodness. They used a 7C. Oh. Uh, oh. Oh, that's cute. Oh. I like that joke because I can tell that joke at church. <laughs> As opposed to your FBI joke. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you know, in case the, in case the sermon's getting starting to lag a little bit, I can get up there and punch it up with a 7C joke. Get one of those good parishioner laughs like... Don't worry, Pastor. I got it from here. <laughs> get one of those parishioner laughs like... <laughs> I think I think uh, so. So, yeah. uh, what else do we have? Or I was going to say, has this well last, run, run well run dry? Uh, I was going to say last note on on that. I get it because water. Front. I'm going to be really upset if it's not called called Aquaman the Sea Coal. Oh God, that would be great. It's, it's right there. They got to yeah, take it. If they don't be... take it, I'm sorry. They they already did Deadpool two instead of the unofficical title. Right, right, right. Sequel, whatever yeah, the, the, the thing was. The untitled Deadpool sequel, I yeah. think it was for a while. Yeah. I was the original title for Deadpool 2. That's good. Hollywood That's good. needs and to And then be... they just ruined it. Well, it's like how I'm upset that they didn't... Just like they ruined Deadpool 2. Like they didn't do Lost Park Jurassic World. <laughs> no Fallen Kingdom. Lost Park Jurassic World would have made me a lot happier. The sequel would be great. I need, I need it. This movie's not quite silly enough to do that, but if they... The sequel could be. If they, exactly. <laughs> if they do it right, oh, that'd be lovely. Well, do you want to do grades? I guess. What are you giving it, Alex? I'm giving it a B. Uh, excuse me. Uh, sorry. A little lump in my throat. C! <laughs> giving it a C! <laughs> um, it's perfectly fine. Just similar to Bumblebee, I was like, I have a lot of problems with it, but ultimately it's fine. Yeah. Um, I'd probably take this over Bumblebee. Um, yeah, there's just... It's it's way too overstuffed, but at the same time, everything's on the most base, superficial level. Pretty much the only thing that was getting me through this was a lot of the visuals and just, like, it's it's not taking itself yeah. too seriously. So you're saying for a movie about the depths of the ocean, you really only enjoyed it on the surface. It's like a kiddie pool level of, of I did depth. a very good joke there. Yeah, and I butchered it. Yeah, you just kind of <laughs> just, just rolled I drowned right it. over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Tyler, what are you... <laughs> what are you doing? Insert water pun here. <laughs> I'm going to go C+. Plus okay. Because, yeah, you know, ultimately I got what I wanted from it. It's way too long. The the, the the problems are there, but nothing enough to make me go, yeah, I I don't I dislike this movie. Yeah, C+, plus. that sounds right for me. I, I think I'm going C+, plus as well. Yeah. Um, and it's a positive C+. Plus. This is a, yeah, this is a good, like it earned a C+, plus, not I downgraded it yes. to A. Gotta do power rankings for the DCU now. Well, I was gonna say real quick too, because I, I agree that I think this movie is very similar to Bumblebee in a lot of ways. For me, the biggest thing with Bumblebee versus this is just Haley Steinfeld. <laughs> and I don't. And this I movie have, does yeah. not have someone carrying it who is like no. a transcendent actor Momoa, that is actually making the script better. Momoa would if they had been more consistent with his Momoa. Mo- yeah, yeah. If, Momoa-ness. If if they Momosa. Yeah. Momoa. Yeah, and I, I had more fun. Watch, I had more fun watching Bumblebee. My Moana? my uh, my expectations were lower with Bumblebee, mm-hmm. but also it's shorter. Yeah, so yes. that helps. Yeah. Power rankings for the D- are we doing that now? Sure. Uh, Aquaman and Wonder Woman are tied for me because I can't. I don't know. I have I've seen Wonder Woman once. Age, like ages I ago. downgraded my grade for Wonder Woman to a C, so it's neck and neck with Aquaman. Yeah. I think ultimately. 
I'd probably watch Wonder Woman first. I have more. So, yeah. There's guess, more yeah. character stuff going on that I can attach myself yes, to. And Wonder definitely. Woman also has two lead performances that are treated better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pine and Godot are treated better in but this But at movie. the same time, I feel like that movie's... The action isn't staged as well, and the third act but I don't like. That movie also the, the oh, and high, I don't like the villains. Either. The high yeah. of the No Man's Land sequence in that movie is higher than anything in Aquaman. I, I agree. It's, in general, I mean, you could argue as as opposed to what you're feeling in that versus what you're seeing in sure. the battle in this. Like, true. There's there's an argument to be made there, but I think ultimately, take. ultimately, I would say Wonder Woman as well. Yeah, yeah and I, Wonder Woman has does things and holds a place in pop culture movies that I think is extremely yes. important. Yes. That I value more than than sure. the thrills from Aquaman, but you know, basically I, what I'm getting down to is out. if they need to do any more universe expansion, just do a Wonder Woman Aquaman crossover and mm-hmm. just forget the other terrible characters. Because those two are both fun actors. Yeah. yeah. And then I guess after that, I would go Man of Steel because I don't remember it enough. I agree. And then BVS because I do, and Amy Adams is in it. Just and then Suicide disagree. Squad because it's a bad movie. <laughs> what about Justice League? I haven't seen Justice League. Oh, thank God. So you're going to slot it in somewhere in those last couple of slots. Yeah, I guess. Um, I guess Justice League would be above Suicide Squad. Okay, okay. For me, probably Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Man of Steel. Um, see, Justice League's the real kicker. I'm not sure about that. Uh, and we haven't seen Shazam. Yeah. Um, probably Justice League above both Suicide Squad and BBS. BBS is my bottom. Like, that movie hurt me. <laughs> Um, so probably, yeah, Justice League, then Suicide Squad, then BBS. What about Spawn? <laughs> <laughs> I think I would say the same. The less said about that, the better. <laughs> I, I think we both agree on the, the, or all three of us agree yeah. on the bottom three of BBS, Justice League, Suicide Squad. Sure. I They're equally terrible in, in very different ways. Vastly different um, ways. I would say for me, it would be Justice League, or, the reason I put Suicide Squad at the bottom is because Suicide Squad annoyed me the most. Yeah, I, I BBS, agree. I BBS, think board, like BBS is more boring, but Suicide Squad is more frustrating. Yeah, BBS has... Don't agree. BBS <laughs> is trying to be a film. Yep. Um, it's not succeeding, and I have many problems, and we've discussed them many times before. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, Suicide Squad is just the most like cynical, boring terrible just like crapped out like it's 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 so studioed and it, it you know yeah. warner brother brothers to death have you guys seen the purge you know that kind of nonsense. it's it's just like ripping like the this movie oh, into geez. the most bland possible version of a yeah. team that's supposed to die on their missions and no one does except the person who's obviously going to die and like we, we've talked about all this before, but, like, Suicide Squad is such a bad movie. Yeah. Like, that versus, I think it is objectively, like, like production-wise, just in terms... I mean, objectively is a hard thing to say, but I think, like, in terms of just the production and the actual, like, script and everything, I feel like Suicide Squad is worse because Batman vs. Superman has actual, like... Um, it's tr- It wants to be a film. Yeah. It doesn't want to be... I don't know. We can probably, like, put some characters on the screen and, like, have them... Maybe some, get some good actors for him, and like then you probably people probably love it, right? Like that's all we need to do. Like we just, yeah. I don't know. They can. Who cares what the villain is? This lady, and, and, yeah. trash. There's a trash funnel, I guess. I don't know. We can just throw some stuff together. It'll probably work out. Like, yeah, it's just so bad. And, and as hollow as this is, BVS does have some individual f- shots, some pictures in it that I like. Sure. That doesn't doesn't save the movie. 
But I, you know, I, mean, I cannot disagree on you disliking Alex uh, Batman for Superman. Yeah, no, same. But I don't know why. I just have a more I, emotional reaction to Suicide Squad. I, I, yes. I think it's it's more just my anger at Batman versus Superman outweighs mm-hmm. my discontent with sure. with Suicide Squad. Yeah, sure. Uh, I don't know, but like, I like like. Gun to my head, you have to watch one. I'd probably take Suicide Squad, and the, half of that is I, because it's shorter. It is shorter, yeah. Half of that is because I like Will Smith. Fine, yeah. Jai Courtney's fun for once, I know, and, yeah. and I think Justice League actually survives. I think I would also put it above both of those because it rides the line of like I should be pretty angry about how much they're screwing up these characters, but at this point the damage has already been done, and it's not really. They're his fault. treated better than they were in yes. BBS. We get yeah. we get a glimpse. Batman of may be a moron, but he was just as much of a moron. He's just not killing people yes. this time, and and we get a glimpse of the Superman that we've been wanting this whole time, and like. Also, it's a really bad movie, but it's not so bad as Suicide Squad, so it kind of... It it has, I think, more... It makes me angrier than Suicide Squad, and I think it's worse than BBS, but neither of those things outweigh so Like, go to the extreme so much that I want to put it below either of them. Yeah. (laughs) It gets very complicated when we're describing bad. (laughs) It really does. Yeah. Bam, Man of Steel's crap. Yeah. It's not that crap, but it's still crap. But we have so so now that that well is dry and we've we're we're, we're trudging onto the sand we're we're emerging out of the water and strutting onto the beach of our next franchise which is Roger Moore correct yep now Britton are you are you still on board for I will have to get a hold of those movies I was gonna I say I don't a... I don't know if you you're in because we we have somehow subjected ourselves to these this because I don't have there was a period track of, and... well there's a period of time when all of the James Bond movies were streaming. On like Hulu or something. That is not the a case. A lot of them are still floating around on different areas, though. Uh, Amazon Prime has uh, Prime has a bunch. I don't know if they're free though. I, th- I last I saw, at least that's when back I, when we were reviewing. I think yeah. right now it's between Prime and Netflix. Does okay. Netflix still have Netflix some of them? Have or some. Have Netflix they... doesn't have any. I looked. I, I looked last night. Oh, I, any. I guess they Weird. ditched them. All right. I wonder where they've they've ended up. Someone's yeah. someone's. Because every time I was like, "Do you have James Bond?" They went, "Do you want to watch Layer Cake?" <laughs> I said, no, I don't. Oh, oh, here's my here's my grand conspiracy theory. Um, because Bond 25 is such a disaster on the production side of things, they're just like, maybe if we just removed all Bond media ever, just like slowly just, maybe people forget that this movie's coming. <laughs> maybe people just forget about Bond. Yeah. Like, oh. so, I, so, I mean, I could, if I can get a hold of In case them, people couldn't tell, oh, I'm kind of worried about Bond 25. It's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> So, uh, so I might it might be a little inconsistent depending week to week. I was week. gonna I was gonna say because I know our schedules are about to. I've got some some. I'm gonna be busy a lot on the weekends sure, sure, and stuff sure. like that, so we're gonna have to, to do a lot. Yeah. So I mean, and that, that could end up being beneficial to me because it'll give me a little extra time, some maybe to watch some of these movies because I know that I can. You can rent a lot of movies through Amazon, but that's money. Yep. Which week to week is not a big deal, but yeah, you know. So uh, I, I'm a maybe. I'm because I I've seen one Roger Moore movie and I remember liking it. I don't know what it was. Because all, all is, the James Bond movies are the same movie to me. Sure. See, but I can't argue with that. <laughs> but yeah, I, so, so maybe, I, I know on. I know these films like the back of my hand, and I can't argue with that. <laughs> the best part is because because like we got to the end of the Sean Connery films, and like Diamonds Are Forever is a bad movie, but at the same time we we're like, this is very enjoyable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I still thought I was like, that's pretty much Roger Moore. Replace Sean Connery with Roger Moore, and that's what you get. Yeah. Except Roger Moore is built more for the comedic stuff. So there you go. Yeah. Um, we'll end up hating them all. Uh, there you go. Yep. 
I'm gonna say that right now. I haven't even seen. I've never seen any of them in my life. It's fine. But hey, it'll be for your ears only, audience. No. <laughs> well, there Indiana we go. Jones. We'll get there at some point. Now that's, those are all on Netflix. Those I'm totally. Are doing. they really? Yeah. Sweet. I'm excited about those, and hopefully, we'll still be. I can't wait to defend They're... Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> <laughs> that is the the hill that yeah. I will. I will die on. On another note, I think my conspiracy theory is that uh, their Disney Plus is stealing all the Bond movies. They're just gonna come <laughs> on Disney Plus, and it's like, why are all the Bond movies? How did this happen? They're gonna start. Disney's gonna own Bond, and so now at the beginning of every Bond movie, it's gonna be the castle, <laughs> bana, bana, and they're gonna shoot a hole through the castle. <laughs> That'd be cute. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Like uh, a little mini golf course. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys enjoyed this episode. Then uh, where else can where can you find the rest of them, Tyler? You can find us online at herecomethesequels.blogspot.com. I want a James Bond mini golf course. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at HCT Sequels. You can find us on email at herecomethesequels at gmail.com. Uh, and you can search for us on iTunes. And Apple Podcasts. And Apple is are those are those different things? Yeah, I think. Cast <laughs> cast boxes there with they got us. But what sure. else are we on, Britain? You you're yeah, I was gonna you're say, the you, more of a you, podcast you connoisseur to... than we are. I mean cast boxes how I listen to podcasts, so that's all I know. We're probably on other things. On your favorite podcatcher. Look us up on like Xfinity on demand. I don't know, maybe we're on there. Check it out. Yeah, go to that Toys R Us website that I think exists <laughs> and see if See if you can find the various action <laughs> figures of us. See, somehow we swindled the Space Jam website from uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, that's just ours now. I think we're on like CoolGuys.Pizza. I think that's one of that'll redirect to us. <laughs> we should. We should. We need to buy a <laughs> like a, just a random URL. Also, FBI Federal, federal Booby Instructor.com. <laughs> that's going to redirect to us. Um, oh God, <laughs> dear me. Well, uh, I like to think somewhere Willem Dafoe's listening to this podcast just shaking his head. No, I, I like to think he's, he's listening to it and he's like, they did it. <laughs> By God, they did it. They made it. Uh, you were great in that Attorney's Gate, Dafoe. I think you're an awesome actor. I think you're just a, a really cool dude. And you're the best part of the Spider-Man trilogy because it's not that good. <laughs> and you're really good in Shadow of the Vampire. I like you a lot. Well, guys, uh, until hopefully next time, uh, I've been Britain. And we're doing Live and Let Die. Live, live, and, live and Let Die is the, is the next one? Yep. Is that the first of the movie? Yes, okay. that's the well, first Roger Moore Were you expecting me to know what the next <laughs> No, Because I also don't know the name, because those, the naming convention of those movies is just I've already begun to bonkers. Be, I've already yeah. begun to be confused by the different names of the movies we've already reviewed in the franchise. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. That's, that's fair. It's very fair. So yeah, yeah, next next week we're starting Roger Moore Bond, Live and Let Die. Artist Objective. Nothing is real. Don't watch Aquaman or whatever. What? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>